people getting by. Brunch with some guitar royals and my cup is all oil. I don't know if I like this song uh, opening the, the show, but it's good. I guess it works. Draft Day by Drake. It's Draft Day here at Twisted Lister. It's time for the Rock Draft following the NFL Draft. Welcome to the show, guys. As always, Scott, joined by Todd and Harrison. How are you guys doing? Hey guys. Good. Good. Number 13 today. Yeah. Number 13. I'm excited. I thought the, the intro there, I, it was weaker than I expected. When I when yeah. I hit play a little, a little on the drum beat, yeah, yeah, it was weaker. Uh, you need than like I... trumpets or something. It's a draft day. Yeah, you know? yeah. I feel it. Well, I mean, does it pick up at all? Focus on making records and getting bigger. Just hits, <laughs> no misses. That's for the married folks. Tell them fix myself. All right, Man- that's okay. That's okay, all right. All right. Man- Manziel mania is behind us. It's fine. <laughs> So it's draft day here. Rock draft. What we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna select uh, our 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 dream bands basically. Oh, right. Gonna, I call it like go... a fantasy rock. It's a fantasy rock draft. That's right. We're gonna go. Just, yeah. We're all put, channeling our inner Lou Pearlman for this one here. You uh, know, we'll be together. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's right. I'd, I'd like to say more of a Jimmy Iovine, but yeah, sure. I think yeah. I don't have yeah. an inner Lou okay. Pearlman. Yeah. Or. <laughs> yeah. Or Irving. You guys channel who you want to channel. That's well, right. That's, that's oh, that I didn't know if this. Oh wait, we have to <laughs> select an exec. If we select an exec, I'm gonna. I gotta decide. Oh, you Jimmy Iovine. He well, is the man of the week. He is the, the man. New, the newest he, billionaire. He is the man of the well. He is the man of the week. But uh, I might take Irving Azoff. I'm not sure. It's a tough call. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I I I'm not sure. Which... I think I'd go with Jerry Wexler from Atlantic Records. Ooh, David Jerry Wexler, great, oh. great exec. Oh, I thought you had a hand in a lot of classic like soul records. I thought I thought you were gonna say Jerry Weintraub, who of course has had his hand in both music and movies. Um, mostly movies, yeah. but he did manage Frank Sinatra, I think, for a time. Uh, okay. um, and Harrison, if you just want to throw out another generic Jewish name, no one's going to know the difference. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, just go with Mel Cooperman or something. <laughs> yeah. It works. Clive David. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Dr. Silver. He was the dentist on 90210, but I think he was a record exec on the side. Um, just kidding. Anyway, that joke went nowhere. That was a bad Actually, joke. Springsteen yeah. has a song where he references Jimmy Iovini. It's a great song. I know. I it's, read about that. Have you heard that I, read, I actually song. read about that in all of the Beats Apple Hysteria. All right, let's go back to the oh, show. Okay. All right, it's time no. for the, the rock draft. We're going to draft. Uh, we're each, we're going to go six rounds deep, so we get five players plus a utility player, and uh, we'll get we'll get right into this. And a lot to talk about this week, too. A lot in the news and, and a lot uh, to do with this show. So we're going to figure out the order based on how many YouTube hits that song Drake's Draft Day has gotten. So Harrison, I want you to lead the charge on this since you figured this whole system out. So go ahead. Sure. Right. So sure, this is this is a lottery lottery draft here. Uh, I got the numbers one through three, one two three. Todd's got four five six, and you got seven eight and nine. Whatever the last digit is for the most likes on draft day. Does first. anyone have zero? Is that a- nobody has? Oh, zero. It's, it's wait, zero. It's, it's likes, okay. not views. Oh no, I'm sorry, views. 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 Okay, views. views. Okay. All right, views. Ready? Yep. Ready. Get the number, please. Drum roll. And we'll number. <laughs> okay. Two million five hundred eighty-six thousand five hundred sixty-seven. Scott, you get to go. Oh, first. Yes. Scott gets it. Okay, and then what? now we have now, Scott. You need to flip a coin for us to decide who goes second. Um, I don't, I don't have a coin. No I, coin. I, I, there's no coin. coin in the studio. Yeah. All right, Todd. <laughs> you, Todd, you call it. All right, I'll call it. Irving, uh, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take heads. Heads it is. I'm going All last. Right. <laughs> All right. Wow. Shocking. I, I expected, Harrison, I like it, the don't, here. don't take this. this I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm 
sucks. It don't, sucks. Don't take this the wrong way. Don't take this the wrong way, Harrison, but I fully expected you to have this rig so that you would be number one. I know. No, dude, I, come on, man. I appreciate the honesty. The funny thing is because when I opened up YouTube and I typed in draft day, the, the, it gives you the number of views right there, and it did end with a three, but I actually clicked on the link oh. to give you the number and ended in a seven. <laughs> You, I like yeah, it. You're just too honest. Deeper. Like this show, good. we always dig a little deeper. Yeah, go, that's good. Know, we get inside the music. All right, let's, let's... My father would haunt me if I cheated on this, so I couldn't do it. You Let, know? I understand. That's I right. understand. David Wong keeping you honest. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, let's, let's So let's get into it, right? Round one, the number one overall pick in the draft yes. goes to the me. Yeah, I'm it. on the clock. Wow. Well, this I was... have a guess as to who you're going to take, but... but... You, you'll surprise us, maybe. Really, you do. I do. Well, I, well, I, have two, I actually have two. Right. Two, but I, I, so, so in analyzing this, I, I believe that there were two uh, succinct possibilities for number one. Uh, yes. And yeah. and I think, and I'm gonna go with my number one pick, uh, and then I have to see, you know, who's picked next, obviously, uh, and we can analyze it at the end. The number one pick in the first annual Twisted Lister Rock Draft, selected by yes myself, Scott. <laughs> Dave Grohl. Oh man, Dave Grohl. I think that yeah. is an obvious, obvious yeah, number that, one. Yeah, that would have been my number one. Okay. That would that was yeah. my number one. All right. Yeah. All right. He's off my board. Yep. Damn it. Todd. I mean, he, he is kind of a king of supergroups, you know, and side projects, but really supergroups. Yep. And I guess. He, I mean, yep. he's he's played with everyone. Was that Todd? Was that who you were thinking? Is that, that was my number one? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Absolutely that, number one. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Todd, you're up, you're on the clock. So. All right. This is a strict 30-second clock, Todd. No, I think I know who Harrison's going to take, actually, oh. if, if if I don't take this guy. Um, <laughs> but I think I'm going to take him just because, yeah, I think I'm going to do it. Because I the other guys in my lineup, I don't think you guys are going to take. So it's that classic draft day calculation or gamble. But anyway, I'm going to take Jack White. Oh, that is that is a shocker at number two. Is that, it? Yeah, that is a shocker. Shocker number two, yeah. really. That was my – that was. Um, That's what you were going to take, right? Wow. I thought that was – the top two was Jack, Jack That's White. What I thought. Oh no! I thought I, it was Grohl and White. No, yeah, no. Grohl and White. I'll, I'll analyze at the end. White was not my uh, my my top. My Interesting. Top. Yeah, go Interesting. ahead. See, okay. I feel like Jack White brings obviously the guitar skills. He can sing. He can produce. Yeah, but he's, he can you know he can do so much. I think he can also be an asshole. So. Oh, okay. If you're, dra- right. if you're drafting, I wasn't factoring in personality. Drafting on character. But... Yeah, well, of course not. That's how your team – fine. If you're the Raiders, that's fine. Go ahead. Well, that's yeah. interesting, the criteria yeah. here. No, I, don't, I didn't think of him as an asshole, honestly. I never thought I – never, I never heard that about him. I don't know. You're right. It's, it's irresponsible journalism. I just think he – But you're right. Dave Grohl is happy-go-lucky. He, he seems – Didn't Jack White punch a guy in no, the I... face? He punched the, yeah, the Von Bondi's guy? Yeah. The right. Von Bondi's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would um, no. I think Dave Grohl is a, is an obvious is the obvious number one here. He is. Like, he yeah. is. I mean, he's played he's played with. Um, you think about them crooked vultures. Uh, he did the thing with McCartney. Um, Eagles of Death Metal, uh, Probot. Yeah, no, he's done et cetera, so much. Etc. Etc. Yeah. So and and the nice thing with Dave Grohl is you can slot him as a drummer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But he yeah. could obviously sing. He could produce. Yep. You can play so, guitar. Both him and Jack White, that's what I like about him. They're they can they can do everything. So this is this is tough for me. Um like now I don't know. Like I'm gonna make this pick and you guys are either gonna like think I'm the biggest idiot in the world or I'm gonna scotch something here and somebody's gonna be mad. So I'm gonna go with my number one pick, yep. like way outside, Matthew Bellamy from Muse. Wow. <laughs> Did not expect that. <laughs> That was a, that's a shocker. Much that's got to be more of a shock, right, Scott? Always, <laughs> Harris, Jack White. That's Harrison always coming out of left field. That is that is a shocker. Yeah, 
Matthew um, Bellamy. Harrison, I'm gonna say I think you could have waited till the sixth round, but that's your I know. Call. It's your call. You're you know? <laughs> watch me build my band. Watch All right, me build we'll my watch, band. we'll All watch. Right. All right, I'm up. All right. Oh All man, right. I'm on the clock. We go to the second round now. Yeah. Huge range, huge range. And I'm gonna give a little give some credit to a loyal listener, uh Michael. He yeah. we did discuss this last night and he was like, You know who my number one would be? And he said Jack White, who I had considered, mm. but when I talked to him about it I was convinced. So Michael There you go. So my my number two is oh this is a t- who do I, the first pick of the second round I'm gonna That's give right. to the a clock is ticking I, where's Mel Kuyper yeah Mel I'm gonna Kuyper I'm gonna give I'm gonna I'm gonna go best on the board yeah I'm gonna well this is gonna sound very cliche but I've got to do it um but I'm gonna go with McCartney as my number two oh my, man yeah I did I had him on my yeah my short list. There you go. He was he was my number one. And, base and by the way, so so that I thought Grohl and McCartney would be the sure one. Those were the Uh-oh, picks for McCartney. number one. But really? anyway, yeah. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. Well, the, the nice thing about your band is you know Grohl and McCartney have already played together, so right. they have some chemistry. Right. You don't have to worry about that because that's what I was wondering if, and we can get into this later. But the criteria for the band is Scott got out with personalities, talking about how that band would mesh, not just like the best individual players. Yeah. So. Right. And and we didn't say by the way you should so you need to have someone who plays uh, five different instruments and then you're you or no no not not necessarily five but you need you need you need a, a wide like array a band. yeah you can't just, yeah, band. you can't yeah. have five drummers uh, unless you're right. Mickey, unless Mickey Hart's involved then, right. then otherwise yeah or yeah. the Omen Brothers <laughs> yeah so anyway um, um, right you can't have like all lead guitarists or right exactly like that. that wouldn't exactly. really okay uh, work unless it's Eric Clapton's uh, annual benefit show. <laughs> that's cool that's right all right so i guess i'm on the clock now uh, you are with the uh second round pick i am gonna go this is a, this is interesting now that dave Grohl's off the board and paul mccartney those were my scott you got my number one bassist and drummer yep i got my number one rhythm guitarist oh so um, you had well you had Grohl listed as a drummer not a fight under drummer yeah. Grohl is okay. my as of today right now if if mortensen was breaking it down right now i would have Grohl yeah. would be he's he's the front man of my band right now oh yeah, okay yeah, so sure. you have another drummer see i slotted him oh, as yeah. a drummer because well it's not, you know i have so many drummers that i really like the drums well, that's drumming's true. gonna be that's tough true. for me want, to pick but yeah you want more yeah. more drummers in there all right well you know what Actually, I think I might have to go drummer here because I think. Oh no! Uh, don't take one of my guys. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go drummer. No, I just think that uh, after McCartney was gone, there was kind of a drop off on the bass side for me. Um, I know there's an obvious choice yeah. in the bass area, but I'm not gonna go with that. I don't think. Yeah. So, um, and I think I figured Harrison would probably take him. But uh, anyway, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go drummer, and I'm gonna go with Questlove here. Ooh, that's a great. That's yeah. a great wow. like Questlove, another yeah. guy who brings a lot to the table, huge upside. You you have, um, you know, he can play. We know he can play a wide variety of musical styles. He can produce. Mm. He has the musical appreciation that guys like Jack White. I think him and Jack White would Whoa. be great together. So I feel like I, my All Star lineup is coming together. Yeah, your band is looking good. Questlove and two and two White. guys who I didn't even have on my big board. So really, yeah, this is not on the big board. This is really interesting. Wow. Yeah, surprise. Yeah. There were a couple other drummers that it was hard to ignore, but I just feel like Questlove brings something yeah. that those other drummers, or who are just, to me, more pure drummers. Right. Uh, Questlove is more than just a drummer. I feel like. Yeah. So. All right. That's my. That's I, my. There's my pick. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm. I'm gonna stick to, uh, on the guitar side of things. Even though Matthew Bellamy is a fantastic guitarist in and of itself, you know he's a, a good compliment, and I'm gonna go with a, a consummate supergroup performer, an everyday work work hard guitarist. 
and a guy you know is going to show up and play his ass off, Slash. Oh, oh yes. Slash. Yes. I figured he would be one of yeah. the top lead guitarists to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... All right. Well, so, Grant's a great pick. So you have Slash, and who was your first? Your, oh, Matthew Bellamy and Slash. Okay. Come on, you know that sounds, it already sounds good. So, it already sounds good. It's an interesting combo. You're yeah. going, it's getting, it's you got a guy who has the same range that Axl Rose yeah. used to have, better range than Axl Rose used to have playing with Slash. Oh, oh, wow. I don't know about that, but... Uh, oh, come you on. Know what, what Scott, I would... do you agree with that statement? Say that, say that better again. Better range than Axl Rose. Matthew Bellamy has a better range than he's Axl probably, Rose. He's probably got an extra octave and on also, him. I also completely, I know, also completely disagree because on the front man front, you also have to take into consideration stage presence, and Axl blows him away, so that's not even... That's you know, fine. You know, right. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree. Slash has some, Slash has some stage. Matthew yeah, Bellamy, Matthew Slash front does man. have stage presence. Yeah. Well, oh, so is Matthew Bellamy like your rhythm guitar? Oh, he might be Slash... my front man. He might not be okay. my front man. We okay. don't know yet. We, we we'll don't. See what happens. We don't. Oh wow, you're not gonna you know, tell us where he's slotted. The other thing I would love to do after we, you know, what would be interesting is to put all these, the bands that these guys represent into respective Pandora stations and see what the output is. I'd be really curious to see. Cause That'd I be interesting. Oh yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's, it's all right, whatever. Now moving on. Uh, so you've picked slash Harrison uh, that closes mm-hmm. out the second round. We're moving into the third round and I am going to go with a drummer now because I would hate to have one of my drummers taken. And this was a very difficult decision for me, which drummer to take, but I'm going to take the drummer who I liked the most while learning to play the drums. The first drummer who I really liked the most, I'd say there were a lot of people who I learned from, but I would say my pick, and this is going to maybe a surprise, maybe highly. This placed. sounds like it might be a left field pick. It's here. not left, but okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go with Matt Sorum. Matt Sorum. Matt is Sorum. My, yeah. Wow. That's Matt, CNR getting yeah. CNR's in the lead now for yeah. most band members. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matt Sorum from Guns N' Roses is. I wonder my, if we'll have any other bands yeah. that get two people. That, oh, that's. Well, that's. I wondered about that because I looked at my I, list and my. my I, I didn't think GNR would. I knew Slash would get picked, but I didn't think anyone else would. Yeah. Duff's on the board. You know. Yeah. yeah. Duff's out there. Gilby Clark. Gilby is Clark. Gilby Clark. He'd be a good. He'd be a good X factor. Steven Adler. Steven Adler. Add a lot to the mix. Steven Adler. A lot of drugs. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did. I don't know if we mentioned at the top, but um, everyone in the draft has to be living. We didn't. I don't know. If oh we yeah, that's that. correct. So oh, we didn't have the You can't pick Jimi Hendrix if you're like, why didn't he pick right. Hendrix? You can't right. pick like John Lennon. And they so. have to be like reasonably able to tour. That was the other thing. Like, right. You could you could actually get this band together with enough money if you had right. infinite money. Right. So yeah. it has to you be. You can convince a, them all to play. Yeah. Plausible band, super group. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So all right, Scott. So you've got uh, run it, run, run us down. What so you have so right so far, my my band is Grohl, McCartney, and Matt Sorum on drums. All right. Yeah. Okay. Todd, you're up. I, I love the Grohl and McCartney picks. Sorum, I don't know. I'm not as all not right. sure. About you know, that. you can break it down later in the post draft. Okay. Show. All right. All right. We'll yeah. wait. Okay. All right. So let's see. I've got uh, I've got Questlove. Um, let's see here. Just looking down the list. Um, I got oh, Questlove, Jack White. And wow. we're in the third third round now. We we are. Yeah. But keep okay. keep in mind, Todd. We don't have Chris Berman to talk nonstop. So you gotta you gotta I know. keep yeah. going for That's the audience. That's why I was, I was, yeah. I was hoping, thirty second clock. Yeah. I know. I was hoping Mel Kiefer was here. It can't be thirty seconds of silence. So yeah. No, I know. I know. <laughs> All right. I think I was just debating between going bass or, or lead guitar. That's that's the thought process here. I do think my bassist would probably be more likely to be taken. But uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. What the hell? I'm gonna go lead guitar here. I'm gonna go with Tom Morello. Whoa! So, oh, off my board! Oh, oh wow! I, uh, I was inspired after seeing him last week at Jazz Fest. This could this leads to we could talk about Jazz Fest later. But yeah. 
I, I pretty much got I got part of my supergroup dose last week by seeing Bruce Springsteen, the E Street Band, featuring Tom Morello just blew me away. Yeah. It was like seeing a guy that I idolized that as a kid playing guitar, and and I, I remember I had the Rage Against the Machine guitar book, so I could play everything off the first album. Well, I couldn't actually play everything off the first album, but I tried. So seeing him with with Springsteen, you know, who's just you know obviously my rock idol. So it was that was a moment. So now I've got my super group going. So anyway, Harrison. See, I'm, I'm in an interesting position here. You so both... you had Morello on your list? I had Morello right, on my that's list. That's good. But now, like, so you both have chosen drummers. So I have my pick of drummers. I'm not going to waste my pick on a drummer right now. That's, that's right. There's good still strategy. some might take multiple drummers. We don't know. Nah. There's, 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 <laughs> there's so many good lead guitarists out there. Do I waste a pick or do I jump into the bass department? Well, you've got Slash, though. You've got I got Slash. I know, but I could take another good guitarist, right? I could scope True. somebody. Multiple yeah. lead but, but, you know, like. Who else? Who else is there out there? Um, There's some great lead guitarists. I mean, that, that were still yeah. on my list, but I, I, Morello and Slash were at the top of my list. I'll say that. So. Okay. So I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna jump over. I guess to to bass. I'll take the first bassist as a bassist. No, McCartney. Yeah. McCartney's a bassist. I guess yeah. Yeah, no, you got McCartney. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking of him as a, as a, as a lead. Well, you could. You don't have to so. slot him at the base. You know, you can. Yeah. Well, you're going to. I'm, he's probably. my base. You would. Yeah. He's yeah. a great role. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna. You know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna draft. Uh, we're gonna do a player manager. I'm draft myself. No. I'm just gonna... <laughs> <laughs> a bold move in there. I'm gonna pull a Michael Jordan. Just you know. Yeah. Pull pull, pull it off. Pull my uh, my jersey out the Hall of Fame and come in. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna go. This is you guys aren't you? You're gonna both. Who's gonna out. compliment Matthew Bellamy? That's the question going in my head right now. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna be awesome, Getty Lee. <laughs> oh, you oh, mean Getty Lee? Getty Lee. Man, yeah. I did not see that coming. I, he's on my, he's high on my list. I did, I thought I was safe. No. I, I thought you were gonna go flee, man. Yeah, of course every yeah, of course you think I, I assumed flee, you were gonna go flee. He was third on my list. He was not. He was not even second flea on my was, list. Flea so, was a tie for third. I had McCartney. And then Getty Lee. And, well, let's yeah, Getty let's Lee talk too. about positions once they're once everybody's picked. So you haven't picked a bassist yet, Todd. So we should wait because there are some interesting omissions. Obviously, that's so, true. McCartney and Getty Lee are off so the board now. Moving it, moving into the fourth round. What is filled out? Uh, what is any position completely drum? Is no, nothing is. So yeah, we'll keep. Yeah. keep we going. haven't all yeah. taken drummers. Right. Uh, Harrison, you don't have a drummer yet. Yeah, Harrison. No, nope, I'm, I'm fully aware. Right. I've all got right. my guitars. My guitars are good. My Both. my. Fourth, so we're going to the fourth round. My number one pick in the fourth round, and I have two spots left. I have a an additional guitarist and a uh, what do I have? Wait, yeah, oh yeah, I need one more guitarist. Plus your utility. Yeah. I thought we. And wait, I'm, isn't there something else? No, okay, yeah. Do you have a, who's your front man? Yeah, you, you, pick can have, you can have two front men. You can have two guitarists. You can do whatever you oh, want. I need two No, I need I need two I need two more guitarists. Uh, so I'm gonna pick with my. Guitar number one uh, is going to be Warren Haynes. So, oh, oh. on my list, man. Yeah, I thought yeah. you would take Warren. Yeah, I'm going to take Warren Haynes. He's... I just would hate to see him get picked by somebody else. So I've got to slide. I've got to. <laughs> I got to move up. I don't want to take a risk of him falling down in That's the draft. That's funny. He was anymore. definitely. Yeah, you don't want to take a risk of him falling down on stage. <laughs> That's or... <laughs> true. That's true. I had Warren Haynes slotted at like number six on my lead guitars. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, so Todd, moving on. You are uh, you're up now. Okay. All right. So I have not gotten a bassist, right? I believe. I haven't gotten my bass. Oh god. 
So I gotta snow. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> hey, you were figuring out what you should. Should Harrison and I talk while you, uh, while you figure yeah, things yeah. out? Okay. Yeah, okay, all right. I, I'm just uh, trying I'm going to. to a I'm just... market after this. Yeah. Should be nice. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Yeah, yeah. No, I, all I'm trying to think about is the cohesion of the of the band. If I pick this bassist, I'm a little are. concerned that you can't have too many egos. You know that. I mean, if you have too many egos, the band's never gonna get off the ground, right? Right. I mean, sure. look at look, look at that awful supergroup yeah. Mick Jagger was in. <laughs> yeah. What was it called? Uh, that we played on the show. Oh shit! Mick Jagger, Josh Stone, A.R. Rahman, Dave Stewart, and <laughs> that uh, was terrible. Uh, yeah, super. Ugh. It was like Super Dragon, or no, that wasn't. I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know what it was <laughs> called. But yeah. all right, I gotta go with this guy. Despite the ego, I think that the possibilities are too exciting because I think Flea would be the predictable choice to go with here, um, because you, you see Tom Morello and Jack White, and then there's Flea. Um, that is a pretty good, actually, tempting concept. <laughs> but now that I think about it, and Questlove. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go with Flea. I talked myself wow. into it. Wow, yeah, look at that. You definitely have – your your group has the most marketability, I think, so far. I think yeah. I do. I yeah. mean, Questlove, yeah. yeah, Flea, Jack White, and Tom Morello, that's yeah. – I'd want to see that. I'd pay a lot of money to see that. Yeah. Harrison, round four, your pick. Round four. Okay, so you got – that Matthew Bellamy slash Getty Lee. So that leaves me with either like a lead singer slot still, if I just wanted to go with a solo front man. Um, or you know, do I t- take my drums here? I'll take my drums. I'll take Taylor Hawkins. Yes. Good point. Oh, yeah, great choice. Yeah, I think that it meshes well with what I got going here. I think he can keep up with yeah. uh, Getty and Slash. So. Yep. And yeah. this way, Taylor Hawkins doesn't have to play in the same band as Dave Grohl. So. I know. Right. <laughs> For once. Yeah. Now, Taylor Hawkins, I think, is one of the most underrated rock drummers. I think he's one of the best rock drummers. I agree. Today. That's a perfect segue into my next pick, Todd, since you say that is underrated. Okay. Because I'm going to go with... Because there's a rock drummer that my... hasn't been picked that I'm a little surprised. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, of course. The, arguably the greatest I mean, of all big, time. Big, but let's yeah, let's one. hold up. Yeah. Oh, everybody's got oh, a drummer. We can say it now. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 Obviously, yeah. Neil Peart not getting selected. Well, right? yeah. Or, was that Neil Peart? I was going to say Neil Peart and Lars Ulrich. Lars Ulrich. Oh yeah, Lars and Carter oh, Carter Beauregard was yeah, on my Lars. list as well. Carter Beauregard was on my list too. Okay. Phil Collins. Uh, Nobody I, had Phil Neil Collins Peart, on yeah. list. Yeah. I had Phil Collins on my list. He was on there. I didn't have Carter Beauregard, but I had Phil Collins. Okay, moving so, on. All right, yeah, no, okay. no, no Lars, no Neil. Yeah, moving on. Uh, no, uh, so my, so the, fifth, fifth round. Fifth round, first pick, fifth round. I'm going to go with another guy who I think in the grand scheme of guitarists, in the grand scheme of guitarists, is underrated, and I'm going to go with Trey from Fish. Ah, uh, yeah, and, he was on my list. Yeah, I, I think I – think, I don't, he's you. You just he's an incredible guitarist. He's incredible. I, mean, I don't know if he's underrated. I don't know if I. I think he's amazing, but I don't know if I'd say he's underrated because. Yeah. But you may you may be right in that. I guess in the like mainstream rock scene, right. maybe underrated. I'm thinking like in the anywhere close to the jam scene. He's no, of course like a not. God, you know. Of but. course not. But in the mainstream, I think he's underrated because I don't think because the problem is the same people see him live over and over and over. And if you haven't seen Fish live, you you really get to, you understand how good he is. You don't understand uh, how good he is until you see him play live. I, I no, he's incredible. So, yeah. He's one of the best guitarists. I mean, yeah. he's easily he's in my top. He's like my top five. Yeah. Guitarists. Um, so that that's so, uh that's a that's, that's a great pick. and actually pick. i have to think that i'm sure trey has played with warren Haynes before right i mean they've <laughs> yeah they've yeah, probably yeah. played yes. together many times yes and and i've got a good story i guess i can say this now but warren Haynes, uh todd you and i went to see government mule and yeah. this ties into a news story of the week we harrison weren't you we, weren't you there at the government mule show at 9 no, 30 no no oh, you harrison there, wasn't so. there todd you were uh sleeping standing <laughs> up 
Not shocking because Government Mule was probably on their fourth set at that point. Yeah. And um, I, in the, I went. I was moving towards the back of the club, the 930 club, and walking, I guess, back to the bathroom or something. And Dave Grohl was in the back watching the show, That's watching right. Government Mule. I remember that. Oh, I was wow. awake yeah. for that. I forget that. I don't know if you were awake. Okay, Todd. Oh, I, I, no, I was. Prove to I us. It. Yeah. He wasn't he wearing. He was wearing like a knit hat, like a uh, right, like a winter knit hat. Maybe. And he had the beard and everything. He was trying to be incognito. Maybe. That's my my recollection. <laughs> sure, sure. There's probably a lot of yeah. There are probably beers, a lot of guys consumed that night. But... <laughs> yeah, and there are probably a lot of guys with knit caps and beards. Uh, That's true. But uh, yeah, Todd, go ahead. <laughs> round round five. All right, round five. All right, I'm yeah. going to be quicker here because we're down yeah. to my front man and yeah. my utility yep. utility person. So uh, my front man, you guys are going to be probably very surprised, and I'm not kidding, because um, there was an obvious choice for me with Springsteen, but I'm not going there because I wanted someone younger um, because I wanted this group to maybe have, you know, to be around for a little while. So uh, not that Bruce won't be around, but uh, but anyways, my number one pick is a younger version of Bruce, a much younger version who has the range that he can pull off he can pull off punk, he can pull off hard rock, he can pull off folk, he can do everything, and that's Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem. He's oh, wow. Wow. Yes. wow. Yeah. Wow. So one of my favorite bands in the world, Gaslight Anthem, brings together the best of The Replacements, Social Distortion, did, Springsteen, did, did, Elvis Costello. So that's my that would be my front man. Was part of your prerequisite was part of your prerequisite there that Bruce Springsteen won't be around for that much longer? Did you say that? Well, I wanted a younger group, I guess. Okay. So not that Bruce won't be around, but Todd, Bruce is you're always calculating. You're always calculating the the imminent death of rock stars. It's the, it's the financial planner in me. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, we're always thinking about mortality and you know how projecting yeah, life life expectancy. It's part of my work, so you know it comes into the yeah. uh, depreciation schedule out. You know, yeah. Actuarial element to it. Yeah. Um, so no, but Brian Fallon. I mean, if if you haven't seen Gaslight Anthem before, I know you guys both have, but I never miss them. They're one of those bands I love. I saw them two nights in a row. This was about a year, a year and a half ago. They did two nights stand at 9:30 Club. So I'm at Coachella last year, but I love them. So anyway, he'd be the front man. But I did consider. Um, well, maybe you, you guys haven't. Have you guys both picked front man? I was gonna mention I, my my couple alternates. I, I have mine. I got Harrison. one. I, I I still I still gotta go. Okay. All, right. All right. Okay. Well, I think I know who Harrison's gonna take, but he might surprise us. All right. Really? Well, you know who I think you're gonna take. Yeah, I'm not gonna. You're not going. All right. No, I'm gonna. Okay. I'm, I'm, well, this your, this is this is. I need my band right now. I've got I got two good singers with good range. Uh, you know, with Getty Lee and with Matthew Bellamy. Range. But I still need. Yeah, you're going prog a little here, a little yeah. But sticking with the guy who, you know, somebody who can do prog, who can do rock, and has a great stage presence, one of the best I've ever seen, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm going with Wayne Coyne from Flaming Lips. Wow! Wow! That was surprising. It was not on my list. No. So is he? Yeah. Well, yeah. But he's a great. Uh, he's Brian a great Fallon friend, wasn't on my list either. But you hey, know, I didn't think he, I didn't think he was. <laughs> I, I figured I could save him for uh, a late round. Is yeah. Wayne Coyne, is he in the bubble or out of the bubble? When he's, he's, he's whatever he wants to be, uh, man. Okay. He probably right. starts so in the bubble, then gets out of the bubble. You know he's wearing some kind of suit that's probably multicolored. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you say, if you make Miley Cyrus your utility person, this thing is over. Uh, okay. <laughs> I know where it's going. All right. Uh, so, so yeah, we can break down front men. Well, let's break it all down when we're done since we only got one more round left. This is going to be, is this everybody's utility person? Has everybody seen yeah, their okay, utility? Yeah, we're down to the utility so, person. So, so as, yeah. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. It was very difficult for me as a, as a person who played drums. Of course, I wanted that extra percussionist, but I decided to go the female vocalist route because I'm a sucker for oh. female female vocals. So I'm going to add to give her her fair due on this show because somebody has taken it away. Oh. Stevie oh, Nicks. Gosh. Stevie oh, Nicks. <laughs> Stevie Nicks is Stevie Nicks. is a part of my band. Todd, nice. you're on the clock. All right, Stevie Nicks. Wow, I did not, I didn't project that one. If I was Mel Kuyper right now, I'd be really, you know, scratching my head, going back to the drawing board. I think there's um, an obvious choice for you, Todd, on who, with the band that you've put together, who you're, who you think? Your, uh, utility so, but just to sum up be. my band at the moment, it's Questlove on drums, Flea on bass, Jack White, rhythm guitar. We got Tom Morello, lead guitar, and then we got Brian Fallon, the front man. So we got a pretty, a potentially very hard rocking band. Um, yes. Go in different directions. But also a very funk influenced band. And funk, yeah, and funk with Questlove, that rhythm section, Questlove and Flea. Yeah, Flea, yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Um, so, my my dilemma here was actually because um, I didn't want to pick another uh, just rock musician. So my my thinking here for the utility slot was either a producer Ooh. or a rapper. Yeah. That was what yeah, I was exactly. thinking. So I yeah. wanted someone who okay. could bring something else. So I'm gonna go rapper because the producer. You know, I thought about Danger Mouse or Rick Rubin because I think they'd be amazing with these this lineup. Uh, Rick, Rick Rubin, having worked with with Flea and the Chili Peppers, of course, a lot. Um, so I was tempted by Danger Mouse or Rick Rubin, but I'm gonna go a little different here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Kanye as my utility. Whoa! Wow, Kanye wow. would be amazing with this. With Todd, this I think you just exploded your group. You just took an amazing thing and turned it to shit. Oh, you I don't think so, it. man. Kanye's a wild card. It's a wild world. card. You, you go in and you ask him, here, why don't you perform with five of the biggest musicians yeah. in the world? No, but he's the utility man. He can do a guest spot. Why don't you come in off the bench? No, he would yeah, be like a fe- totally be featured on a couple time. of songs, but he's probably not going to be. He's not going to be on every track. Oh no, he's not going to. He's not going to record. He's not going to make it into the studio. Uh, you know, I, I, it was between Kanye and and Eminem. So there was a time, oh, but I went to Eminem. What? I think Eminem with, Eminem with Jack White would have been very interesting. God, you just lost Sony Sony Records fifty oh, million dollars. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not doing this for the money. I'm not in it for the money. Oh, nobody's in it for the, the money at this point. Oh wow, <laughs> the biggest disaster. So I'm you glad I just, your heads your heads exploded. I'm yeah. Glad. yeah, yeah. I'm trying to figure out how this works, but yeah, go ahead. There's there's there's. Just brain damage. Har- <laughs> Harrison, your 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 pick All for right. your utility person in round six, closing out the draft. Mister Irrelevant now, or Miss Irrelevant uh, <laughs> Mr. Whatever, Mr. is. Well, is I, yeah. Well, see, I just wonder, if I was Todd, I would have taken Who either Danger Mouse about? or CeeLo. Uh, well, I, I mentioned Danger Mouse. He was honorable for CeeLo. sure. CeeLo or Snoop Lion actually would have been interesting. What? In there. <laughs> No, you guys, Todd. I you had a great thing going. You would have been interesting. You you had a Snoop great thing going. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Dude, quit. my band is my band's incredible. Todd, but also, you, t- Todd, no. we you and I were on the same wavelength. I'm gonna take Mr. Irrelevance, the last pick of the draft. Yes. Are you um, oh, it's no, no, we're gonna go oh. with uh, Rick Rick Rubin. Oh, Rick Rubin, uh, I okay. think is the one guy who could pull this this incredible whole group producer. together. All yeah. Right. Wow. So it's all done. The Rock Draft 2014 is done. That was fun. Uh, so now let's break it down. We have to so, summarize. The yeah, we got it. We got to go through it. And and who oh, was go through your some, lineup and some, mention the name of your band. And then it, all right, oh, yeah, yes. that's fine. That's fine. So uh, that's right. I'll start with with my band, uh, front man Dave Grohl. Do you get the name up front or no? I'll no, give the name. First of all, the public's gonna have to vote on my name because I have two different oh. possibilities that I'm trying to decide on. So Does the public mean hashtag, hashtag <laughs> Rock Draft vote. 
uh, you can vote on my band name. Frontman Dave Grohl, your bassist Paul uh-huh. McCartney, on guitar Warren Haynes and Trey Anastasio, behind the drums Matt Sorum, and making special guest appearances as she always does, Stevie Nicks. And they are all playing together uh-huh. in a band either called the Rob Ford Experience or or the drive-by fuckers. I haven't decided upon the name nice. yet, but it's one of those two. You can vote on the name. Uh, Todd, you're up. I like I like Rob Ford experience. Okay. But that's that's just my vote. <laughs> All right. I'm up. My band is uh, the Crafty Bastards. That's my band. I liked Magnificent Bastards, but Wyland stole that one years ago. He had Magnificent Bastards. So I went with Crafty Bastards. Nice. I think it's actually it's pretty suitable for this group, but um, because I think they're going go in some heavy directions and some funky directions, um, but not just one direction. Um, so <laughs> I have my front man, of course, Brian Fallon from the Gaslight Anthem. I've got my lead guitarist, Tom Morello. you got rhythm guitar, the mighty Jack White. you got on bass, you have Flea, and on drums, Questlove, and then the secret weapon, Kanye. So that is the Crafty Bastards right there. There you have it. The Crappy Bastards coming to the stage. Kanye. Yes. Kanye's there on there. And he's like, everybody clear the stage. This is all me. Flea, get out of here. Kanye's like, get out of here. <laughs> he's like, Flea, who the hell is that? <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. You're right. Jack White and Kanye could have a fist fight. I yeah. See. Oh, yeah. So definitely. here at the, uh, the at the Harrison Long Experience, we have um, as, uh, <laughs> Long Experience. Our, our, uh, our, our lead, uh, lead vocalist is Wayne Coyne. We have lead guitar slash rhythm guitar and backup vocals, Matthew Bellamy. Bellamy. Um, bass of, wait, of, of Muse, for those listeners that may Muse. not be familiar. Of Muse. And, and married to uh, Kate Hudson, right? Is he? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Are they done? There you go. Yeah. I think they're together. Yes. She, she apparently loves rock stars. She digs rock stars. Chris Robinson to yeah. Matthew Bellamy. Yeah. Chris so, Robinson uh, didn't get selected. Go ahead. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting awesome. note there. <laughs> side note. Well, he likes side <laughs> projects. He's he's a, you know he's on and off. Member. What was that side project he had like Dearth or Earth Mud? Oh, he, oh, he did called? have he had two. Well, he's got New Earth Mud. New he's got Earth Chris Mud? Robinson New Brotherhood, Earth. and he plays with Phil Lesh pretty frequently. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He's a busy man and saying. All right, so I have I have Wayne Coyne slash Matthew Bellamy, bassist and vocals Geddy Lee and drummer Taylor Hawkins and keeping in the tradition of good phallic supergroup names I'm calling mine Jade Stem. Jade, Jade Stem. Stem. Wow. Jade, Jade Stem. Stem. You know what it we sounds should... like an Asian whorehouse. I don't know. It, it's, a, that's, <laughs> it, it's in the Kama Sutra. That's the euphemism for a penis. Oh, wow. Scott, we just learned something today. Yeah, that is amazing. I hope I, you all learned something. We should today. be able to do, right. you know, instead of putting these in a Pandora station, we should be able Jade to. Jade stem. We should be able to do. Oh yeah, and with Rick Rubin. It also Rick, sounds Rick like a producing. type of a strain of weed too. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, um, we should be able to do like a live mashup here of, of these of these bands. Wow, right now. Harrison, I feel like so my my first take is that Harrison's his could go definitely in that prog direction. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of talent between Geddy Lee and Matthew Bellamy. That's a strong, some strong prog credentials. I feel like Scott could go more in the jammy direction a little bit. With right. Warren yeah. Haynes and, and Warren Haynes and Trey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And I mean that's that's some guitar firepower. And then I feel like mine is going more in like the hard rock direction and a little and funk as well. Yeah. So between with that rhythm section. I like it. Flea yeah. and Quest I would see this. I would see this festival. I would go. Oh man! Oh, yeah, yeah, I would definitely. I would, I would yeah. love it. That's a, the nice thing, actually, about how this worked out is I think we got some. We have some nice variety. You know, we pulled from some different, 
different genres, different scenes. So these bands would be pretty eclectic. So Harrison's, yeah. Harrison's yours would sound something like this, I'm guessing. Like, hold on, like it's, you'd have you'd have a little Rush influence, right? Oh yeah. And then somehow Knights of Sidonia, try that. Well, you'd get then you'd get into like Flaming Lips. Oh yeah. I like this mix master Scott in the house. Yeah, and then you a little matchup. Right. It's the the medley of Jade Stem right here. That's what it's you true. Have for the and first then, time. And yeah, and then you do you do some use, right? <laughs> yeah. Nice. You don't use jelly. You lost me on the muse. <laughs> I think you lost yeah, me. The, it fits in, man. They yeah, fit the in. You bell with me. I don't know. I, should we try a real-time mashup of, of Todd's right now? Let's try. Uh, yeah, should we do the crafty well, bastards? Yours, yeah, the, the crappy bastards would sound. Crafty so you... bastards, all right? <laughs> oh, I thought crappy. you said. I thought you said. Crappy. Oh, you thought I said crappy? <laughs> no, that's a terrible name. Oh, I thought you were just really giving them a lot of shit for them. Yeah. Crafty bastards, yeah. Wow. Crafty bastards. So you'd ha you'd have uh, you'd have Jack White doing this thing, right? Doing his thing here. And then. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. So you'd have Jack White, and then... Imagine that and Tom Morello coming together. I mean, that's, that's well, I imagine... Yeah. The riffs would be heavy and... That's be, true. That's true. Ubiquitous. But then you would you would probably have... But then it would just be like a takeover by Kanye, right? I mean, like, that's... Yeah. Well, Kanye would, Kanye would be... Kanye with that rhythm section, I think, would be unbelievable. Yeah. It's funny. Listening to the music Kanye gets you would, excited, would, yeah. 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 Kanye with Questlove and Lee, the possibilities are endless. And then somehow you'd, you'd fit in Gaslight Anthem, right? Yes, yes. Alright. Oh man, I love it. I never, even, I never even thought about Kanye and Gaslight together, but yeah. you know, there's, there's <laughs> like the possibilities there too. Me like it. Me like Yes. Oh, yeah. I like totally it, Todd. Right. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm really excited. Now I'm going to I'm gonna tweet all these guys and be like, all right, guys, let's get this together. Let's do I'll it. Man I'll manage. Crafty bastards. Let's get it together. That's good. So That's I have to put a disclaimer out there on the Crafty Bastards because, uh, as I mentioned before the show, it's not an entirely original band name because it is a arts and crafts, the name of a fair that they have in D.C., but oh. I figured most people don't what? know that. I think that's okay, and, uh, Tom. I think, and I think, yeah, so so I think that's okay. I as just your trademark player, I can tell you, like, you're probably not stepping on any toes. I don't think so. I checked yeah. the Twitter handle; they have it, but it's for a craft thing, so it's it's okay. Yeah, it's for so I think and, I'm safe. And this is what and this, Jade Stem. Like I don't know. I, I think that you know that's part of the public domain if it's the Kama Sutra. Oh yeah, for it's sure. It's old enough. <laughs> and oh, this, yeah. this is what the Rob Ford Experience slash Drive By Fuckers would sound like. Drive. <laughs> A little Everlong. Yes. And then, you know where it goes from after this. Are we going, uh, Trey, Fish? Oh, Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna. Stevie. Stevie, <laughs> nice. of course. I'm glad that you, I'm actually glad that you picked Stevie because at least there's one woman in one of the bands because I realized that mine was all men. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, just how it, it happens. Yeah. It happens. And then... And then I need some GNR drumming. So, 
You get some of that from Matt Sorum. That's right. They'll slash while you're at it. Yeah. Slash too, yeah. yeah. If you guys, if the, if the Rapport Experience tours with Jade Stem, you could have slash, you know, you could have some cross-pollination there. Yeah. Because nice. of slash and, yeah, slash and uh, Sorum. So we should talk about some omissions from our big boards that were, did not make oh, it yeah. to the draft. Um, we didn't make the I cut. Can, uh, I, I'll, I'll start. So on the guitar side, some shocking omissions uh, in, in a, a, an area that was hard. I, yeah, three three difficult omissions. Derek Trucks, Eddie Van Halen, and Joe Perry, all on my big board. None of them getting Oh, uh, yeah. Joe I, Perry? Yeah, hey, okay. No, I, I, I had, thought about I had, Joe Perry, but yeah, I didn't really have yeah. him on my... And I think somebody consistently office. underrated as a guitarist, Mike McCready, who I don't think yeah. gets any He was actually on my list. He was yeah. on my, he was on my list, but he just didn't make it. Yeah. But two guys that I think you have to throw on that lead guitar list are Eric Clapton and, and uh, Angus Young. I mean, those are... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they almost so made was, my list. Yeah. I mean, Clapton, it was hard for me not to pick him, but I was trying to go a little younger. That's right. why I didn't pick Bruce and Clapton. Yeah. Uh, so that was the idea. And on that note, on the frontman side of things, two that were left off, old dudes, Mick Jagger and Steven Tyler, who obviously yep. did not make it. Yeah, I thought about Mick Jagger, but I was, yeah. you know, I was thinking about it this morning, and I was like, if I could have Mick Jagger like 30 years ago or 40 years ago, well, yeah, years ago would be different. But Mick Jagger in his 70s, yeah. Right, right. Uh, I mentioned already Carter Beaufort on the drums, who was on my board. Anybody, any drummers that were left off for you guys? We talked a little bit about that, I guess. Oh, going back to singers, I was surprised no one took Eddie Vedder or Bono or something like that. Though I know, yeah, not a YouTube fan, but no Bono. Yeah, were you were you expecting me to take Eddie Vedder? Was I thought you were going to take Eddie Vedder? I thought you were going to take Flea. Oh, that's interesting. Actually, based on you know all of us knowing each other's musical preferences, were there any any shocks? I don't know. I mean, the the shocks were who was taken. I, I mean, like I, I didn't surprised by Matthew Bellamy. Definitely. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was my dude. I was picking third. I was I panicked. Yeah, I know. What do you want me to do? I thought it was a good. I'm pick. just saying I was surprised. I'm not saying it was a bad. Pick. He's got a great range and he and he's really good at playing guitar. I, I've seen music. Actually... I saw them open for you too several years. Yeah. ago. Yeah, a good show. I mean, I just I don't know. I it's, panic. It is interesting. Um, the 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 bands do take on our our personalities and musical preferences. I think in yeah, a way. Yeah, so. yeah. So I was surprised on the rhythm side. No one, mm. you know, Keith Richards is another yes. towering yeah. presence in the rhythm guitar world. Yeah. But Keith Richards, James Hetfield, and The Edge. I thought mm. all yeah. of these guys might have been picked. Yeah, yeah. yeah I actually, I almost took Edge. It was between Jack White and The Edge for me. Yeah, I had The but, Edge, but yeah, but I, I mean, just all the guys in the White Jack Stones White are just more to the table. I mean, they're in their seventies, right? Like yeah. at this well, point. Well, McCartney is too. But I know it was a weird pick. Oh. I thought a, no. weird, a bit of no. a weird pick. I don't think. Uh, I, no. I had McCartney at the top for me, but I actually I don't did I don't know if I mentioned. Yeah, my other guy was Sting. I was thinking about Sting on the bass. I had Sting on my list. He was on my list too. He was actually. But I thought ahead that of the ego would be too much, especially if with, with Kanye in there. Well, you, yeah. uh, Todd, especially with Kanye with the, in there. Todd, as far as the crappy what? bastards are concerned, you're gonna have the to. The crappy bastards. You, you hope that I said crappy. You, you I know, and it's, it's it's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> Questlove, maybe Questlove can get everybody to kind of. I think together. Questlove could be the, you know, he could keep everyone. Yeah, together. he'll be, be the, the driving leader. force. He could, he, he, Questlove would have to like babysit Kanye. Big He's Kanye. a pleaser. Okay. He's a total okay. pleaser. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, no, Questlove would keep it together, and Flea, I think too, would be a pretty good. I think Flea's the team player. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. you're yeah. 
Your first four picks, Todd, very strong. Anyway, any any other omissions that you guys saw? I um I, I backhanded see, compliment. I yeah one one more on my utility side. The other the other female vocalist that I was deciding between. And it was tough utility. I was deciding. I mentioned earlier percussion or female vocalist, but also horns was another side that I was thinking possibly going oh, yeah. with. Uh, but the Clarence other female Clemens. the other female vocal yeah. Not, no, he's apply. dead. I know yeah, he's dead. Apply, yeah. Fe- female uh, Susan Tedeschi was going to be my other my possibility for a female vocalist. Wild yeah. but I went with Stevie Nicks just to piss Todd off. So, uh, uh, yeah. You know what's funny? <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's funny how with it, in the show we've 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 gotten into some of these these uh, rhythms where like Harrison I know with the anti U two stuff, even though I think he likes U two. And I then do. Somehow I've gotten pegged as the anti Fleetwood Mac guy when I'm actually not anti Fleetwood Mac. Context was, is key, right? It was yeah. right. It was it was just yeah. the, the topic. You know, a female-fronted band, and yeah. I went back and listened to a bunch of Fleetwood Mac actually after that show, and I and I was like, some of my favorite songs are sung by Lindsey Buckingham, which we've already stated. We don't have to relitigate this, but <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, so I think the Stevie Nicks pick is cool. I think it's cool, and I think it's cool that Fleetwood Mac is actually touring with their original, well, not the original lineup, but their classic lineup from the '70s, because Christine McVie is back in the fold for this tour. Right. First time since 1998. They they seem to do some version go. of Fleetwood Mac every year for the last five years I think and yeah so they can and it's like a different version so then they can get different fans excited about I was it. gonna say I yeah. think fans are gonna come out for this because right. she's been I was reading about her and I didn't know this but, but she was like yeah. living in the English countryside for the last sixteen years and now they pulled her out of retirement of course she was she no but they uh, whatever anyway i had one more anyway stevie nicks what, what did you have one one more omission from the board on the base side of things or one more omission from the draft that was on my board mike gordon was on my my list as uh, far okay. as hmm. i was wondering like, if anyone yeah. else from fish yeah. might come up yeah. well that was Trey, Trey gets the most yeah i was looking at my list they're all amazing well, you could put victor wooten on there that'd be an interesting he was mix. he he had just kind of he he was just short on my on my list i also had les claypool who's a known oh, yeah. super yeah. guy yeah, yeah les claypool didn't get picked he would have been good in your band bucket Head would have been good in your band, oh, I think. Yeah, Buckethead. <laughs> Buckethead. and Matt Sorum would have been some characters, man. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I thought that there would be other rap rappers. Maybe you I actually what? was surprised. I would what? I would scrap my entire band to just have Buckethead, Matt Sorum, and Warren Haynes form a trio. I think that that would be awesome. Be great. No yeah, singer. That would be, <laughs> that would be amazing. Or Warren Haynes. Warren singing. Haynes can sing. Yeah. Okay. I, I actually Harrison another one omission of yours that I was surprised by. I thought you would take Trent Reznor. I thought he would be a great. He was. Guy. He was in my early. In my early thinking, I thought, was thinking about it, but I, he yeah. didn't. I, he didn't actually bring enough to the table for me. And I'm actually, not really... in hindsight, Trent Reznor wouldn't have been a bad six pick for me. I don't think. Yeah, but, he would have actually. He would have been great in your group. Yeah, it would have been a little better than with with, than, with Flea and Questo. Yeah, he would yeah. have been better than Jesus. Exactly. Yeah. Oh man, but you love—I thought I, you love Jesus. Yeah, I—I I mean, oh, well, yeah. Harrison's a bigger Jesus. Dude, the, wait—the name of your band. Hold on. What? Forget the crappy bastards. What? The name of your band. You and your is no. The yeah. name of your band between with Jack White and Crafty Kanye, and Kanye. No, it's it's White Jesus. White Jesus. White Jesus. White Jesus. White Jesus. Yeah, of with Jack course. Jack White and Kanye. That's yeah, definitely. White Jesus. White Jesus. <laughs> It's a good alternate. It's yeah. a good alternate. When yeah. they when they play surprise club gigs like the Foo Fighters did this week, they can put White Jesus. Exactly. Actually, I guess people would figure that out probably pretty easily. Exactly. <laughs> Moving on, news of the week. Uh, unless there's anything else on our dream band rock draft 2014, I mean, we'll let the think- public analyze it now. It's out there. 
It's out there. Yeah, I think we covered it pretty well. Yeah. yeah, let us know who we forgot. Yeah, or who, who would be who, in your, who, your who would be in your band? band. That's what we want yeah. to know. That's e- right. Email us twistedlister69 at gmail.com and let us know. News of the week: Foo Fighters play a surprise show at the 9:30 Club. That's pretty damn cool. Uh, that was that was really cool earlier earlier this week. So, and I got to, yeah. my brother Stuart, a previous guest on the show, and I got to see Foo Fighters at the 9:30 Club back in like 2004, I think, or wow. maybe 2005. Todd, do yeah. you remember? What you I was insanely was? jealous. Um, insanely jealous. I, that that sounds. I, I want to say you're right. About probably 2004 or so. 2004, 2005. One of the it ranks as my all time one of my all time best shows of, uh, that I've ever seen. They played every song you'd ever want to hear from all their albums, um, and it's just Dave Grohl, you know, climbing up on on the bars, ordering shots of Jägermeister, always playing, just amazing like homecoming show. He just ruled it. So I'm sure it was just as good this time. Yeah, this is my uh, recollection of. I'm it. I'm excited about the new Foo Fighters album. I think they're working on it right now. So. Nice. Um, and Harrison and I, of course, will be seeing them in about a month or so. Yeah. The Fire, yeah. Firefly Festival on your birthday. I realize they're birthday. headlining on your birthday. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. So. Todd, you were at Jazz Fest last week. I Give was. Us a, quick, I... a quick recap of that. As I mentioned, seeing yeah. Springsteen with Tom Morello, that was like, it just gave me chills. I was, you know, he, Morello just brings a, a, an energy that the E Street Band didn't necessarily need that, like a jolt, because they're already an incredible band. But to see Morello in the E Street Band, it was like, it was like a dream band. That was, That's uh, awesome. For me, it was incredible. Um, you know, like I said, Tom Morello is just, a, I think, one of the best guitarists to emerge from the last 20, 25, you know, 20 plus years. Um, just had a huge influence. And I was trying to explain Tom Morello, it was funny, to a, a co-worker, because he, he didn't know who he was, and the guy's in his 50s. And he's a big mm-hmm. music fan. But I, it's hard to explain, like, that sound without making it sound like he's doing, like, it's just junk. But, yeah. like, the sounds that he was able to produce from a guitar were sounds no one had really, you know, no one had explored that before. But anyway, seeing that with Springsteen and when they played Ghost of Tom Joad, if you want to check it out, you know, check out the, um, even the studio, studio version on the new album on High Hopes. He just tears it up. So, nice. anyways, that was clearly the highlight. Blew me away. I think, you know, everyone that was in our group, I think, was, was uh, and it was cool because one of the, a couple of the people I was with, it was the first time they'd ever seen Bruce. And uh, and it was really cool to get the new you know new person's perspective, a newcomer's perspective. So Todd, like, I've seen him like 15 times possibly. But anyway. Todd, Todd, the world yeah. wants to know. Yeah. How much Fogarty did you see? Um, I actually so this it became a it became a uh, a group strategic issue I guess because I saw Arcade Fire, which okay. They put on a great show. Um, I really enjoyed them. They came out. They did a second line into the crowd, which was awesome. Like if, if you've ever been to New Orleans or just watch Treme or whatever. Right, Todd, you're, you're, you're avoiding. You're avoiding. No, no, I, okay, so I'm leading into, because Arcade Fire played before Trombone Shorty on the, the main stage, mm-hmm. but Fogarty started Fogarty started before Trombone Shorty. So anyway, the bottom line is I didn't stay for Trombone Shorty. I went and watched Fogarty, um, and Fogarty, I thought basically his first like four or five songs, Scott, you were right on this. I will give you credit. His first Thank four you. or five songs were awesome. Um, and then he kind of went into doing some newer stuff or some, hmm. you know, more obscure you stuff. Left, so you for left. So you left. You left. So you left to go see Trombone Shorty. No, you right? left. No, I, did, I would have, but we. I you had couldn't a group get back. I, I, you... I couldn't. It's too. It's too so hard to get around. That was my wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. 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 So, so there, I didn't leave because hold on, hold on. was closing the show. So we were. Dad, hold on. It was a logistics Stop. issue. Back, back it up. Back it up. Go ahead. Your group supported you in the decision to go see John Fogerty. 
Actually, my group, my, yeah, all they, everyone wanted to see Fogarty. Oh, they're out of you know, over. That's ridiculous. This is, that's <laughs> this is absurd. Ridiculous. It's, Harris, so that was Harrison. We, we cannot ridiculous. allow him to go to concerts with anybody. Well, some of them had, had seen more. Trombone Shorty already, and they also said Trombone Shorty is like a an institution at Jazz Fest. Right. So mm-hmm. the idea was I'm right, gonna right, go ex- back to Jazz Fest and see oh, Trombone Shorty. Oh, oh, he's an okay. institution, so we'll skip it. Yeah, but it's an institution. <laughs> it's an institution. So it's you part of it. being there. You go see it. Yeah. No, it, look, I it's will. Fine. I, I the nice thing about coming away from Jazz Fest was both Vicky and I were like, we got to go back. You know what? It's, it's cool. It's such a great festival. You, and, next... and it's actually, as Scott, Scott, you were, you know, I give Scott credit because he had said there's just something about that festival that it's, it's you know, it's an, it, there's a reason why it's been around for 45 years. It's basically the granddaddy of all American rock festivals. Yeah. So. Well, next so, year, yeah. next year when the trio of Matt Sorm, Warren Haynes, and Buckethead called Guns and Bucket Mule play before Trombone <laughs> Shorty. You won't, you won't uh, move. You'll so I would, if if I were kind of solo roaming, I would have gone back and seen Trombone Shorty. But right. because of logistics, um, I missed it. Yeah. So. Well, that's a good, good recap. But it was, it was, yeah. but I definitely, I highly rec- recommend going to Jazz Fest for those who haven't been. And I would, I hope to go back in the next few years. Other, so. other news stories of the week that I want to gloss over quickly, and we don't have to discuss much, but just worth mentioning: Metallica headlining Glastonbury, a surprise, and uh, cool, it, but definitely a surprise there. I don't get why it's that much of a surprise. That was my thing. Well, because the like, rumor... they're, ma- they're like one of the biggest bands in the world. No, Glastonbury is one of the biggest. You know, festivals. you know why? Because they weren't rumored to play. I mean, the rumors oh, I were. See. Oh, yeah. so it was just a surprise. Because because they weren't yeah. in the and mix. they aren't I doing... thought it was a surprise because they didn't somehow fit with the No, like, it, well, the, of the well, of course, and they're not British. That's a I think, not, okay. I think secretly that's a big I think that's Oh, is that a big is I, it, is it almost think, always a British headliner? No, because Beyoncé's done it and, and some that's others. Right. I I think though when it comes to rock, I don't know. That's an interesting question actually as far as rock acts. It's been like Gorillas, uh, U2, uh, The Stones, Muse. Yeah, like, are, you would think Arctic Oasis, Monkeys would be in the, the catbird yeah. seat right now as a huge British band that could. Well, they're not going to yeah. be the headliner though. They'll they'll play. I don't think they'll be the the headliner. You know, they're not up there with Stones and U2. Yeah, I don't think they're. Yeah. Big. I don't even know if they're right there, now. I don't know if they're big enough. Yeah. They're I mean, right now. Huge, they are. But. Yeah. So um, anyway, Metallica playing Glastonbury. I'm. I, we could talk about Beats and Apple probably all day, but we'll just leave that to Tyrese and Dre on the YouTube. And it's uh, <laughs> a great. But clip. I did want to touch on the Esquire story by Andy Langer, Todd, that you yeah. you pointed me to. Man, what a great article! Anybody uh, who's still listening to this, when you wake up from your sleep on the train, uh, go find the article in Esquire by Andy Langer. It is called The Music Fans Manifesto, and it has so much cool stuff in it to check out uh, it is really cool yeah. i think it's something on this show we can all relate to that because i think we talk about this stuff a lot yeah. about the appreciation of music and that's all what this is all about and he says it's he titles it also music fans manifesto but also 80 things every music fan can agree on and it's pretty cool and it talks covers a lot about how we consume music uh both in live settings um and also in recorded in a recorded form. So, and so I think it's really well done. There are like there are like ten different phrases from this article that are worth repeating. My favorite one, and Todd, I don't know if you have a favorite one, but my favorite one yeah. is uh, what's happening right now in country radio should embarrass you, but saying quote unquote I don't like country music makes you no less shallow than saying quote unquote I don't like hip hop. People who say I don't like hip hop are like people who say I don't watch television. They are immediately suspect. <laughs> I like that. I love that. <laughs> that was That's a good great. One. There's great. more there's more brilliant lines in the article and, and worth checking out. That's oh, Andy yeah. Langer's article in Esquire Music Fans Manifesto. Uh, anything else that I'm leaving out from the week guys that you wanted to cover? 
No. That sounds I good. Think, I, think, I, think you, I think we've covered good. it. Well, Do good. We... <laughs> good. Uh, is there anybody listening to anything of note this week? Harrison? Um, anything? <laughs> nah, uh, I, I listened to uh, Turn Blue by uh, the um, Black Keys, their new album produced oh, by cool. Danger Mouse. What'd you think? Uh, I thought it was it's really good. You can really tell Danger Mouse was involved um, for what that's worth. It's they he kind of mellowed out their fuzz and at, and added kind of more of that uh, disco sound he has going on. Kind of pulled over the Broken Bell stuff a little bit and uh, got the Black Keys guys involved. So it's I think it's really good. It's different for the Black Keys. So uh, it might take a little getting used to, but uh, it's worth definitely worth listening to. It sounds good. It's uh, streaming on iTunes right now. Um, okay. Prior release, so. So cool. I uh, I actually checked out. I mean, an artist that I love, but Scott mentioned their new album, the old 97s, and I hadn't listened that much to it, but I got a chance to listen to it, and I, and I, I love it, so um, I highly recommend. that. It's called Most Messed Up. It's available on Spotify and iTunes and everywhere, but they are touring, and I'm seeing them in a couple weeks, so I'll have a live review, but I'm excited about that, and then, uh, yeah, I'll be good at that. I will have a live old 97s review on our next episode as well. I'm going to see them tonight oh, really? at the Fillmore in San Francisco. Oh, sure. oh nice. And awesome. uh, I found myself listening to an odd choice this week. I, I, you know, as you guys know, I do a lot of, like, searching around and finding what's popular. Like, I'm anyway, whatever. I got hooked this week on Iggy Azalea. I started listening to really? it. Really? Yeah, and I got huh. I got hooked on it. And it's, I mean, there's, the problem is there's a tipping point. <laughs> like, by Thursday, I was like, okay, no, I'm done with this now. But, <laughs> you didn't know. But, but on Monday, when I, like, needed something to run to, I was like, this is fun and cool, and this is good. I don't know if I'm supposed to like it or not. Probably not, but uh, <laughs> I do, and that's part of being a music fan. If, no, if she's like getting it, a lot of good you buzz, know, good press. You like it, you like it, and um, it's kind of, it's yeah, it's one of those things. I didn't want to like it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to like yeah. this, and then you find yourself yeah. – Liking it, it's good music to run to, to dance to, and do whatever else, whatever else you want to do to it. Oh, so, speaking of live yeah. reviews, I did yeah. see Haim last week, which I think I had mentioned. Yeah. I see, but uh, I saw Haim at the 9:30 club in DC, and they uh, they put on a hell of a show. They actually surprised me how hard they rocked. Like you don't you listen to the album and it's you know it's kind of poppy and it's not you wouldn't describe it as like hard rocking at all. But like they really they can really play the 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 well it's the three sisters, but like the the one who's kind of the front woman. She played some pretty sweet guitar solos. Like I was impressed. You wouldn't expect that. And then cool. it's kind of cool because they all take turns like playing a drum kind of, even though they have a drummer, a guy. Um, but they kind of play that the drum up front. So anyway, they were they were really they put on a hell of a show. So definitely nice. recommend seeing them. I know they're playing a lot of the. They played Coachella. They're doing a lot of the summer cool. festivals. So cool. Yep. So if you're out and about, you're looking at the concert listings, and you see a listing for Jade Stem, Crafty Bastards, or the Rob Ford Experience, you know who's going to be in those bands now. So that's a good thing. <laughs> that's right. And, and if you do see that, it means we're rolling in money. So that's good too. Yeah. You'll be in on the in on the uh, the joke. Yeah, that's yes. right. That's right. And uh, happy Mother's Day to everybody. I want to close it out right. with a little Bob Dylan introduction to one of the best songs written about mothers ever. In the same tradition says the dozens. Here's LL Cool J. Don't call it a comeback. He been here for years, rocking his peers, putting him in fear, making tears rain down like a monsoon, explosion is overpowering. Over the competition, LL Cool J is towering. Here's Mama say knock you out, so I'm gonna knock you out. Come on, man. And with the local DVC news, LL Cool J with a twin. Come back.